Welcome back, bitches. Uh, this is the Basic Bitches Guide to Life. I'm uh, Christina Warren, joined as always by my best bitch, Allie Keeves. Allie, what's up? Hey. So, um, <laughs> my bad. My bad. I kind of uh, forgot to upload last week's episode. Well, no, last week we didn't do an episode, and then the week before that we did an episode, and then like I edited it, and then I didn't upload it and do the notes. It's kind of a mess. So, sorry. <laughs> so now we're just going to redo that episode again. No, we're going to talk about different things. Well, actually, some of the same things. What this does mean, though, is that now for the second time, our The O.C. versus One Tree Hill debate has been recorded and never been uploaded. I think we've done that how many times now? (laughs) Twice. And it's not this week. But we are going to have to have like a special, I think, just one episode dedicated to us. A Christmas episode. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We and can do that. We can do that. And um, actually, we should bring in some, some guests, somebody, somebody to moderate. Who, though? I don't know. All right. We'll have to figure well, out. We'll have to find like 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 a, a non-interested party. Or Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> and when we said non-interested party, uh, we have a guest um, in the live studio who raised his hand. Oh, he. Oh, okay. So he, he, he's volunteering to, to, to be the uh, um, the moderator. I mean, I would imagine uh, that he knows nothing about either of these two programs. Uh, he's shaking his head he's to agreement. He has no idea, which would make him perfect. I guess. But he's also my boyfriend, so I best win. Well, OK, fair enough. <laughs> but that OK, that's he's, <laughs> he's attempting to nap on the couch as we do this. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. I was going to say, OK, that does give you an unfair advantage, but. Anyway, okay. So, um, what's been going on this week, Allie? Um, what day is it? Thursday. It's Thursday as we record this. Yeah. Uh, yesterday we went to a concert. We did go to a concert. We went to my favorite musician of all time, Andrew McMahon. He's one of my favorite. He's not my favorite, but he's right up there. He's like in my top. Like he's my number one favorite. Dave Matthews is a close second. Yeah, Radiohead would be my first. Yeah, followed by I think I guess Dashboard. Oh yeah. Um, it would be like in, on an all-time list, like although I mean, like Chris is like way further down the list these days. But like, well, Taylor Swift obviously, but I don't even put her in the same category because she's like pop star, so she's like transcends. Like it's a different thing. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yeah, she's not. Plus, I don't think she's gonna. I mean, no offense. I don't think she's gonna be like a lifetime. Oh, I do. Like, I don't think she's gonna be like eighty, and you're gonna be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'd still go see her. Oh, I absolutely think that I would see Taylor Swift when I was 80. She's going to be like Joni Mitchell, man. She's going to be writing music like forever or Carol King. Like that's what's going to happen when she stops being a pop star. Like she's, yeah, I mean, she is our generation's Joni Mitchell. I had this debate two years ago at a conference. This was well before 1989 where I literally ran around um, a, a party in Portland and had this conversation convincing people of this fact. All right. It, it, anyway. Um, that's a debate for another day. That is Because we were talking day. about Andrew McMahon. Who is amazing. And so we saw him at Terminal 5. We saw him, yes. Which was a great venue. It's a great I'd never venue. been there before. I, I have. I've been there before. I saw, um, who did I see? 21 Pilots. Uh, I think they opened for him one year. They might have. I don't know. But I saw, I saw them I saw them at, um, at uh, Terminal 5 before. And um, yeah, no, it's a great venue. Um, it was not as packed as I was expecting it to be no and i heard from a friend who was gonna go who actually went to dinner beforehand and ran into andrew mcmahon and his wife and their daughter um, wow at like some ramen place in the area nice which, like why weren't we there yeah i know but we were at bar bacon that's correct uh 
the greatest restaurant of all time. Uh, yes. Uh, where we did shots of Fireball, which was which were on the house and amazingly delicious. Yes, I love Fireball. I we, had, we had Fireball and we had sangria. That's true. It was a rough. It was a rough night for me. And and uh, oh, it was easy for me, but it was. And then I had bacon and I had tater tots. It was fantastic. She eats like a five year old. Um, <laughs> I do eat like a five year old. Uh, and then they found out that he was not going on until nine thirty, and they blew off the concert. Oh. so I think maybe people got tired. Nine thirty is late. No, it's not. I mean, don't it's, say this. I you're right. You're right forever, but I mean, no. Here's what it is: we're getting old. His core audience is getting old. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And we don't like to think about those things. I mean, like it ended at eleven, and I was a okay with that. I mean, I was fine with it ending that way. Like, my husband was texting me. He was like, where are you? And I'm like, I told you. I was at a concert. Like, you should know. That means I'm probably going to be home closer to midnight. It's fine. I actually, it was funny because uh, we went together and then um, I met some of your friends who also went. Yep. Uh, and then, bizarrely, like, most random life circumstance ever, New York City really is the smallest city in the world. My friend Dave ran into him at the concert. Yeah, that's correct. Which was weird. It was weird. But it was awesome. But fun. Um. So one, I love Andrew McMahon. Yeah, I mean so he's the best. Much. And you actually have a great story to tell about Andrew. Well, you probably have lots of them, but you have a really good recent story to tell about him. I di- I interviewed him a few weeks ago. I got fifteen minutes with him on the phone. It was the greatest fifteen minutes of my life. Um, uh, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, her boyfriend is in the room as she says this. He's he looks like he's asleep now. I I'm just I'm still saying. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. Um, I made him take the dog out for a walk for a very long walk while I was interviewing him. <laughs> Uh, okay okay that was not a euphemism that was not that was an actual <laughs> that was a real thing that happened i just had to be clear on that that's because correct knowing this show yeah no no that's real he took our actual dog for a walk um uh, it, never mind anyway i interviewed him for a story that's coming eventually eventually i have to get it right i'm really dedicated to getting this one right not like my bob ross throwaway piece where i was like i hate bob ross and now the internet hates me well i mean because you're a monster. I don't hate Bob Ross. I should clear that up. I think Bob Ross is fine. I just find him to be... I just find his show to be annoying because it's not soothing to me. It does the opposite Okay, to me. that's fine, but that's because you're a monster. I'm, that's correct. I will not I mean, that's that. because you are a monster. I will not you. argue that. Um, so fine. Okay. Anyway, so I interviewed Andrew McMahon, and he... And I've met him before several times. Worked with him when I was in college. But he is the loveliest of all human beings um so nice so if you are listening to this and you have never heard him before you should buy everything that you he's should ever so, written. W- so see he started with the band um well really was him and i guess some other people something, something corporate. corporate yep i'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's, he's kind of like chris he's robin the, now that he's yeah like, he's the common thread well, i mean that's what i'm saying he's connor oberst and the fact that like even though connor like even though bright eyes is ostensibly a band it's really just connor and other random people i mean each band so each project has like yes there are the same people though so like in in something corporate it was the same group of guys then when that folded it was jack's mannequin and mostly the same a different group but yes they remain the same then that broke up and now he's doing Andrew McMahon in the wilderness right no but exactly and he but uh, what i'm saying though is it's in, right i mean but he he keeps doing new bands but to me it just feels like it's great that he's got these other people with him but none of us care about the other people no i did care i did very much care about something corporate i, I did too but i really only cared about him See, I love those guys. The guys, and I worked with those guys. Okay, I didn't work with them. I was, I was just a fan of them in college. Yeah, no, they were great. I was just, super you know, fun. listening to, if you've never heard the song Constantine, um, it, it's like eight minutes long. It will change nine minutes long. Nine minutes change, long. Nine minutes, eight seconds, I think. It will change your life. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, th- 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 so, so what did you talk to him about? Uh, a little bit of everything. 
Um, but what like what were you supposed to be talking to him about like what was the pr hook that got you the interview to begin with do you remember was oh i didn't i tour? was i just emailed them and was like i want to oh, talk okay. to him they okay were so s- they weren't trying to do press for anything in specific no okay no. so it wasn't i just like the documentary or anything like that oh no the documentary is like 10 years old now i know but it's on netflix now so yeah I didn't know they netflix. were like i didn't know if they were trying no to they like weren't that. like oh hey plug this no okay. i don't care um i talked to him a little bit about everything uh his daughter and how Cecilia and how much we love seeing her and how she's on Instagram all the time. She's totally cute. Um, And then I asked him about Constantine, the song, because I don't know if you know this, but he, they used to play it. Yes. Like a handful of times each tour. And now they will only play it once on 11, 11 on 11, 11, which is mentioned in the song. Yes. Uh, 11, 11 is November 11th. Every year is also the date of the dear Jack foundation charity show. Uh, which used to be in California. Last year it was in Brooklyn, and I went, and it was great. This year it was in Chicago, and he says next year it's probably going to go back to L.A. Um, okay, so it's a trip for Christina's uh, birthday next year to L.A. That's correct. Because my birthday is on, on uh, November the 12th. Yeah, so we can go next year. Okay. Um, and then, like, I w- he was talking about how people can get signed up for Be The Match, um, at every show. No, no, no. Talk about, uh, for people who are listening to this podcast and have no idea who he is, explain oh, why right. this matters. So 10, a little over 10 years ago, he was diagnosed with leukemia and he was 23, I think at 22, 23 at the time. Cause we're about the same age. Yep. Uh, and, uh, that was right when Jack's Mannequin released their first album, everything in transit. Yep, Great album. Uh, yeah. If you don't own it own it now you should uh and so then he his sister um was a perfect match for him as a bone marrow transplant so then he got a transplant from her and is now uh, almost 10 years cancer free so at every every concert that he does they have be the match where you can sign up to be on the bone marrow registry which um i we him and i talked about and i was saying that it was funny because last time we went a group of friends and i go every year to the concert when it's in our area and last year we went and we were like okay like whoever hasn't done it should should do it and everyone was like yeah no i've done this like i've been on the list for years now so it was cool and he was like oh my god that's an amazing story like that's so wonderful uh so it was great yeah no he he was saying at the concert last night apparently they've matched 30 people i guess over the course of the time that they've done that yeah which is great which is a lot it's a whole lot yeah um when you think about like how rare it is to be able to find matches and just when you think just the means that that many people have like signed up and like that's awesome that 30 people have been matched yeah that's and he is uh super duper fun and the concert is super duper fun and one of the things i talked about with him was the production value on this was way bigger than any show that they've ever done which was i mean it's not like a stadium show so it's not going to be like taylor swift level of cool stuff that happens but it was cool he which i don't know if i told you this yesterday but he does this thing and i haven't seen him do it in a couple years where he will be like oh where's the bar which way do i have to go to get to the bar and instead of walking there he like lets the crowd take him there like he crowd surfs to the bar and does shots and then comes <laughs> back um which he did yesterday yes he did which i haven't seen him do in a few years um and then the other thing that he did at the end of the show is he was like it would be really cool to do a like 
elementary school gym parachute thing where we all just dance around under this parachute. I love parachute game and that's like the greatest thing ever. So great. And he had one. And so half the crowd got to be under this parachute while he danced around and people like lost their minds and it was awesome. It was great. And then and then we all saw the balloons that were full of the confetti and like yeah. I was like looking for the detonators. Yeah. Like like uh, we were staring at them like waiting and then they went off and that was great. Yeah. And I got I got a really good clip of it on video actually. Oh good. It was really dark when it happened so I was like wait what? I actually got like, uh, yeah, no, I, I got like a really good shot. I'm going to try to edit it into a GIF or something because it was good. Yeah, you should do that. We so, can put it online. Yeah, it was good. So, no, he's amazing. And, uh, yay. Yeah, so that was great. Uh, the tour is almost over, but check check the webs. And if he's in your area, you should absolutely go, even if you've never heard any of his song ever. Um, what else? Um, well, so that was good. So, uh, what's else, what else is going on this week? I, I guess th- we should talk about Walking Dead. Yeah, because we talked about The Walking Dead two weeks ago, and then the episode never went up, so people have no idea how I feel. Yeah. And no, they need to know. No, they do need to know. It's These are important things for you to know. So, um, guys, what is the deal with Glenn? Yeah, what is the deal with Glenn? So, th- three episodes ago now... He, um, oh, disclaimer. Spoilers. Spoilers, which we may have already ruined for some of you. Um, uh, spoiler alert, uh, before we even started this pod. Well, no, look, if you watch the show at all, like, Glenn, I mean, it's been all over the internet. I don't know. Yeah. Just, but now, now is the spoiler part of this. Just simply saying the word Glenn hasn't spoiled anything. Okay. So. Jon Snow is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Um, so a couple of, epi- three episodes ago. Uh, Glenn and Nicholas? I can never remember his name. Um, we're sitting on top of a dumpster. Nicholas, that's what I'm going to call him now, um, shot himself. And him and Glenn fell off the dumpster into a giant pack of zombies. And you don't know if Glenn is alive or not, but he's lying on the ground and bloody and having guts ripped out, potentially. Um, but you don't know for sure. And then the next episode is a really good but oddly felt out of place episode with Morgan where you learn his whole backstory. Must have been th- yeah, two uh, and then there was another this week's episode was a lot about Daryl. Yeah. Which was great. Love Daryl. Um but we still don't know what happened to Glenn. What happened to Glenn? I'm convinced he's alive and let me tell you why. Well, now they've kind of given the creators given some spoilers that indicates that he's alive, but he but he's going to be damaged. He's going to be like messed up. Well, he's not going to be the same Glenn. Oh, I haven't read that. Okay, w- the creator said, you know, he wouldn't say, talk about the about Kirkman. The yeah, oh. he was like, look, he was like, look, you know, Glenn as as you know him or whatever, the happy go lucky Glenn that you know is gone, but he that doesn't necessarily mean that Glenn is gone. That just means that like positive, wonderful Glenn is gone, and maybe like Glenn returns and he's like damaged and fucked up. Um, I believe that. Also, if you've read the comics, you know um, Glenn's story. And I think that if they rob... Now that they've casted Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the character of... Yeah. Nagin? I don't know what his name is. I don't know. Um, But now that they've cast that, I think it's going to be hard to not carry that arc through. That's probably a good point. Yes, but now, now that he has been cast, that's a very good point. Uh, and I think fans will be really pissed if they don't see that. Although the flip side that I've heard is that that will have... If if Glenn is dead and the show... Like, I think they're gonna... Someone's gonna die in that way. 
and people are saying it's Daryl, and that really makes me sad. Yeah, that would be really sad. Although, yeah, that, that would be that I would think be the world will riot, though, if he gets killed. I mean, I think they will, but at the same time, I mean, again, I, I say Jon Snow. I'm not trying to mix metaphors over TV shows, but, I mean, stuff happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, at this point, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I also... Although Norman Reedus did just get his own 10-episode motorcycle show, like a reality show on AMC. It's true. But I think they're filming that after, or I don't know. People are very nervous on the internet, as am I. Oh, but, I mean, oh, but wait, the should. reason, the other reason I don't think Glenn is dead is, one, they have to, I think they're going to have to do it in the way that happens in the comic books to make people happy. Uh, and two, there was, they're introducing a new character... Not Jeffrey Dean Morgan, someone else. Uh, and they had Entertainment Weekly had photos on set with this new, the new actor, and Glenn was standing behind him. Right. So that was that was. Mm-hmm. A, so it's a so dead we giveaway. Know, we, we know we're gonna at least see him one more time. Yeah, and it's a character I think that's not, that's not a flashback. It's a right it's a forward thing. So we know we're at least gonna see him one more time. So that's a, that that that's a good thing. Right now, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I can't see him as anything other than Denny. Uh, have you seen The Watchmen? Yeah. I mean, I can. I, I, I still. I, I know it's really a struggle for me. Honestly, I just. And, I, he's and this, uh, do you know this character, the one that I'm telling you about from The Walking Dead? Yes. It's literally like the polar opposite of Denny Duquette. It, yeah, completely. That, that's why it's a good. It's a good casting choice, and it's like a good like thing. But literally, like for for those of you who don't know, the TV show Grey's Anatomy, uh, which is still on the air, we think it's uh, absolutely still on the air. I watch it and I DVR it tonight. Of course you do because it's Chandelier Thursday. It's the only show I watch on Chandelion. Really? You don't well, watch I, Scandal? No. You don't watch I, How, you, How to Get Away with Murder? I really no. like How to Get Away with Murder. I don't understand that show. That show is bananas. Anyway, uh, Denny Duquette, Duquette uh, was uh, a character on uh, Grey's Anatomy and the uh, amazing oh, second season where he needed a heart transplant. Was mm-hmm. that it? Yeah. Lung transplant, something like that? No, it was a heart. It was heart, a heart, heart. Yeah, yeah it was a heart transplant. And uh, he falls in love with Izzy, Catherine Heigl, RIP, your career. And uh, <laughs> she was, well, she was so good. She was so good on it. Honestly, show. they should bring her back. Like, honestly, like, that show needs Izzy back. It would be good. I mean, I love it now. Like, I still genuinely love I mean, I missed, like, probably five seasons, and then I caught up over the past year. You just, like, Netflix that shit, and you were like, binge watch. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I haven't watched since... I've, like, I dabble in and out, but really, after the plane crash, I was kind of like, you know what? I, I think I'm done. Um, and oh, then it gets so much better though. I know, but I watched some of that and then I was just like, I think I'm oh, done. Oh, you know what brought me back? Um, Derek Dine. Yeah. I, st- I watched that episode and then I'm like, I did How too. Did we get I, here? I, I did too. And then I was like, do I really want to care? And then I was like, but Christina's not there. And like, no, Christina, no, it's, it's hard. Anyway, uh, Denny was this great patient who needed a heart transplant, falls in love with one of the interns, Izzy, who is, um, there's like, they had this whole dance prom thing where, where uh, Derek and Meredith end up having sex and, and, and uh, Addison finds the underwear and it's all very dramatic. And then Lizzie, uh, Izzy, uh, Denny's going into shock and she like cuts his LVAD cord, LVAD cord so that she can like try to get him on the transplant list higher and is like literally trying to save his life and he dies and then he comes back weirdly and like ghost form it's a bizarre thing anyway he's a great character and that is how i will always see jeffrey d morgan now even though he was a character actor before Grey's anatomy yeah also though the other thing um is he is married to one of my favorite people ever who's that 
Hillary Burton. That's right. I forgot that they were married. And they have a baby. Well, okay, so this gets and back she's to... she's on The Greatest Show Ever, Wonder Hill. Oh, well, I was going to say, this is why you love Hillary Burton, because you, you, you really wanted to be her. Her wh- Who was her character? Peyton. Peyton, Peyton of course. Yeah, that was like your, like, that was like your ideal, I right? Her. See, I was a Brooke fan. Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Um, this this makes sense. Our whole dynamic makes yeah. so much more sense when we realize these things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a Brooke Summer... Um, uh, Summer Roberts from the OC, um, and of course Blair Waldorf from the Gossip Girl person, and and I've never seen that show. We're we're not friends anymore now. I don't. Gossip Girl is amazing. Too old for Gossip Girl. No, Girl. you weren't, because it was a high school ideal, but everyone's in their twenties, and the way they live is so clearly not the way high school would be. It's fantastic, Allie. It's so good. I guess. I don't know. I I love I love any show about rich people. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really do, though. Um, speaking of uh, TV shows we love, a uh, Bachelor season trailer we got. Oh, yeah. Ben's a perfect 10. Uh, I wasn't really into the trailer. Oh, I mean, the, the, the puns for, for Ben being a perfect 10. I'm not into that, but I'm so excited about this season. The fact that they cast twins. They have twins. I think that because he's so boring, and I'm sure he's a lovely man, but I think because he's a little bit boring... They are going to cast some women who They're going to make some crazy pants. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm all about because I love him. I think he's fantastic. Like, But he's I, like, want him to find someone. I want him to find someone, too. So hopefully they cast some good people. Look, this is what I'm hoping for. I want him to find someone because he deserves happiness. Although, worst case scenario, seriously, worst case, he doesn't meet any of these bitches, and he just gets together with Tenley, which is really what should happen. Oh yeah, I he and Tenley. He, he and Tenley really should just be together. Like like screw th- you know what I mean. Let's start that rumor. <laughs> okay, let's do that right now. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm I'm adding things to our notes. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Grey's Anatomy, One Tree Hill, Hillary Burton, um, Gossip Girl. Oh yeah. Uh, and now uh, we're talking about uh, The Bachelor. And people are, I'm not editing this, so people are listening to her podcast right now. They're going to be like, what? It's fine. It's They'll fine. They'll love it. They'll love it. Um, or it's not. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Thank you all, 150 of you who listen to this. We really appreciate it. Um, tell your friends. So no, so The Bachelor, Ben, we agree. He's um, he's the best. I do think it's both amazing and creepy that they're casting twins. I think it's brilliant on the producer's part. Oh, for sure. Because one of them. Yeah. Or both of them. It's going to be very angry. Oh, yeah, which is going to be fantastic. I mean, the thing is, is that, but, but, but he strikes me as such a good guy. He strikes me as the type of guy who'd be like, look, I can't break up this sisterly bond. You're both going home. Although in a perfect world, what would happen would be, you know, you clearly have a what connection with actually, one of them. Yeah, what if he actually likes one and then of them? You gotta, but yeah, but then you got to be like, you're really cool, but your sister kind of sucks. I got to send her home. Like, that's going to be an awkward, like, next day conversation when you see that girl like, sorry, I decided to keep these other bitches around. Although at the same, uh, no, you know what? Maybe not, because... Who in the hell wants to compete against their twin sister for a dude? I don't know. I don't have any sisters. I mean, I have a you sister. Do. Yeah, I do. <coughs> and and there's really genuinely nothing I can think of that would be grosser, more awkward, more anything than both of us going after the same guy. Weird thing did happen to us once. She's six years older than me, and this is why this is weird. Um, what? <laughs> no, I'm telling you the story. because Wait, your sister is six years older than you are? Yeah. I thought she was younger than you are. No. Huh. No. The more you know. <laughs> no, I just act like the older one in the relationship. Man, that's weird. I really thought. No. No, 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 no. Um, so 
when I was like 18, I went on a date with a guy mm-hmm. and he kept like talking about how familiar my house looks. Mm, that's not creepy. He'd gone out on a date with my sister like five years earlier. Yeah. Wait, how old was he? Uh, he was like, I was 18. He was like 25. That's too old. <laughs> Stop judging me in the past. My husband is seven years older than me. Yeah, but when did you? I was 25. And he was 32? Um, yeah. That's normal. Right. That's fine. But so what? I didn't marry this. Look, I couldn't go to senior prom because my boyfriend was too old. We've had this conversation in, in real life already. Hmm. I, I didn't. Look, I just skipped the whole dating people your own age thing for most of high school. And then in college, I dated people my own age. And then I stopped dating people my own age and went like way older again. So I lived, there's only been like a three or four year period in my life where I've actually dated people that were my age. The rest okay. of the time, most people were between like eight and ten years older. I'm uh, six months older than the man on the couch. Yeah, I know. That's because you're a cougar. That's correct. I mean, it's it just it, what it is. But anyway, so yeah. So if I can just say it's awkward. And I have to say, I had one date with that guy. And once I realized he'd gone out with my sister five years earlier, I was like, okay, so this is over. Because you. Oh, yeah. you can't. So I can't even imagine. So, so I can't even imagine being on a dating show with your sister who looks identical to you. And you're both going to talk about making out with the same guy. And here's the thing. The Bachelor... The reason I think the show is so good is they basically sequester these people um, in this faux mansion, whatever, and they have nothing to do but basically sit around and overthink every interaction they've had with the person they're trying to fall in love with um, for television and whatnot. I mean, this is why last year I think that Sean um, of, of, of Sean and Caitlin fame on The Bachelor, I think that's why he went so kind of like weird and got obsessive because literally he had nothing to do but think about them all day as so he's like i can't believe like she would tell me these things and then have sex with this other guy and do this other stuff like i kind of understood his breakdown because you're like there's nothing to do yeah um and a lot of the girls i think they get really invested in that too like i think that brit kind of had the same thing with um with chris last year on the bachelor was like she was like i need to know where this is going and how could you do this because literally she's got nothing but like time to think about and then you've got these other bitches around who are also you know they're crying because they're virgins if you're ashley i and they're <laughs> or they're being crazy if you're ashley s or they're being like terrible country singers if you're carly you know oh, like I love carly. <laughs> she's awful um <laughs> i'm not mean her country song about uh kurt was like the worst thing i've ever heard in my life yeah no it was bad <laughs> thank you but i like her as a person um yeah um but so you got nothing to do but think about this stuff so i can't even imagine your sisters and then you're gonna be like if you both make out with him like do you compare notes do you like yeah pretend i mean i would but at the same time like you're not just sisters you're twins and so already sisters are competitive at least in my experience i imagine being identical twins you'd be even more competitive Mm, maybe i don't know i don't know I don't know. Anyway, I'm really yeah, looking forward zero to zero sisters, um, except yeah. my sorority sisters. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but you and uh, sorority sisters are kind of like real sisters. Um, there are moments of, 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 you know, like real sisterly camaraderie that's not just, you know, on the brochure. Because hey, being in a sorority is not just about paying dues to have friends. It's that's also just it, true. It's also about philanthropy, and parties, and and booze, and booze, and and paying dues to have friends. I mean. Although, you know what the thing is? That's actually false because I, there were, I was, like, really close with, like, half my sorority. And then, like, half my sorority, I was like, I don't fucking care who you are. 
I mean, I was I didn't join my sorority until I was halfway through my senior year. Oh, okay, okay. I joined like so I had friends. Okay, and then I, I mean, I had friends beforehand too. And in fact, all my friends, like when I told them I was joining a sorority, they were like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" I liked it. I did too. I loved it. Get me off the streets. (laughs) It didn't keep me off the streets. I was a bad influence on all the pledges. You're not surprised. No, of course not. I mean, you know. You will not be surprised to hear that after I graduated, I went back and was like the new member advisor. No, not at all. And was like, nope, no hazing. Sorry, guys. I I mean, mean, we didn't ever. That was legit. The extent of our hazing was, the extent of our hazing was pretty minimal. It was like, me telling Blair, who was one of our pledges. Of course. Obviously, <laughs> her name was Blair. <laughs> obviously. Blair Cho. She's really sweet. Uh, I don't know what her new last name is. Anyway, we're Facebook friends. She, uh, I remember making her do, like, shots before we went out clubbing. And then I remember seeing a 1-800-GOT-JUNK um, sign in um, someone's yard and ma- in pulling the c- having I wasn't driving because I was very drunk at this point having someone pull the car over and making her get out of the car to steal the sign you're mean <laughs> I really wanted that got junk sign I mean the thing is and that went so many apartments with me that sign like went so many apartments with me it was great so that was really the extent of my hazing it was mostly just alcohol induced drink bitch and the thing is if they'd said no then like we would have like I would have been like cool but yeah. usually it was just like you're 19 and this is what you should be doing because that's that is what you should be doing if you're anyway oh for sure um so i don't know so okay so yeah you're a new member coordinator and you're like no hazing that's good that's correct all right so we're kind of winding down here this has been a weird episode um but good but but good so so bachelor's doesn't come back until january but you know what it's like almost it's almost december so we're getting really close this is great that's correct um, oh, okay. B- before we leave, we got to talk about um, the most important figure in music this uh, the last like month and a half. Sure. You're 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 so nonplussed. I go ahead. Just, just say because we got to talk about Adele, uh, whose album uh, Twenty Five will be out by the time you're listening to this podcast. Unless you downloaded it illegally, and uh, it was yeah, out yesterday. <laughs> it was out yesterday. Yeah, and and then today actually better copies showed up. So I have copies for your mom. Excellent. My mom's a big Adele fan. Well, I think most people's moms are big. Most people are big Adele fans. Most people really enjoy Adele. Allie is ambivalent. My mom really likes Adele and Sam Smith. Yeah. I love Sam Smith. Adele is fine. She's, She's so talented. Fine. But I don't like lose my mind when a new song comes out. Like, well, people are going crazy. And well, I'm like, it's been cool. five years since 21 came out and four years since that album blew the hell up. And I think that we all just remember where we were when we heard Rolling in the Deep for the first time. I don't. I'm sure it was on the radio. It was on like the Brit Awards or something. It was like this huge like moment. It was great. It was big. And um, um, someone like you, uh, such a good song. Like she's just amazing. She's amazingly talented. So her new album is going to absolutely sell more. It it's going to break all kinds of records when it when it comes out for for album sales. It will probably be the last truly huge like sales number album that ever happens. Ever. Probably because right now they're shipping like 3.6 million copies to the U.S. It won't sell that many its first week, but already it's tracking that possibly. I don't think this is going to happen. I'm not this bullish on it because this is insane. But some some early tracking estimates are suggesting that she could beat No Strings Attached from NSYNC, which sold two. Well, now I definitely hate her. Well, that album sold 2.3 million copies in like 
February of and 2000. And like at least a thousand of them were to me. I was going to say the reason that uh, the, the, well, this is this is the amazing thing. In 2015, selling more than a million albums a week is uh, an impossible feat, and that's why the only artists have done it like three times in the last decade is Taylor Swift. Like literally, like nobody sells um, a million albums a week anymore. Um, it, it's happened so rarely since like 2003. Like it really has been such a rarity. Um, but she'll definitely do the million. She'll, she'll, she's going to beat Taylor who last year I think sold 1.29. She's going to beat Britney who sold 1.32 or oops, I did it again. That was back in the, in 2000. Um, I don't know if she's going to beat, I don't think she's going to beat no strings attached because that was 2.3 and that's unheard of. And a lot of the reason it was 2.3 was because our friends, not us, but our friends bought like multiple copies no, I definitely bought multiple copies. The, the week it came out, like you went to the store and bought multiple oh, copies. Oh, I'm confident I did. Because I got one copy. I wasn't going to buy like three copies, but I knew I had friends who bought like six. I mean, I didn't need six, but I'm sure I had at least two, like one for traveling and then one for home. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. I like, in fact, I, I might, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I actually burned, I, I, I burned my copy or, or ripped somebody else's or whatever. I think I pirated it and then I bought it. Um, Not me. I mean... And I loved me some JC, but like, come on. Um, so I was a Lance girl. <laughs> of course you <laughs> were. a shock to no one. <laughs> of course you were. Of course you were. I was a JC girl. But, um, and I really wasn't into any boy bands uh, at that time, but I liked, they, that was a really good album. No Strings Attached was a really good album. But, so that has the record of most sales in a week. Um, the next one that comes after that is actually also in sync, and that would be, um, um, uh, celebrity mm-hmm. that sold 1.8 and that was in 2001 um backstreet boys sold over 1.5 for black and blue what that album was cool it was but it came out at the height of like okay first of all the call was a was a good song that was a good song the call was a good song that was the only good song on that album though you're completely right but the call was a good song all, all i think i the stole call. that cd from a friend of mine like i don't even oh, think i, I buy bought that it i bought millennium obviously yeah because I want it that way is still the greatest pop song of the last like thirty years. I mean, it sure. is better pop song. Seriously. I mean, I can't think of one like off the top of my head, but I don't think that's the best one. I think it's sonically a perfect pop song. I have to think about this. I'll come up with a better. Yo, okay, one. fine. I, I really I, I encourage you to. Okay, Adele's new album is coming out. Yeah, tomorrow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's coming out Friday, and um, on a Friday because that's the new global release day. It was um, rules that were announced in uh, June. So at this point, globally, it used to be that Monday would be, in some markets, Tuesday, and others, Friday, and, and other places. Now they've decided, rather than doing that for the sake of it being easier, Friday is new is new music release day. It actually messes up certain people's plans for um, stuff, and, and it puts the charts behind a week, but it's fine, whatever. Um, anyway, she's not going to have it on, on Spotify. She's not going to have it on Apple Music. If you want copies, however, like at film underscore girl at Allie Keeves, we will hook you up. Or I will not. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't want it. Well, I'm going to give it to you. And what I mean by we, I mean you will just tell them to, to, to contact just me. Just contact Christina. She'll give it to I'll you. I'll give it to you. I have links. Um, uh, piracy is bad. Support artists. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I did pre-order it off of iTunes. I may have also given it to 100 people, but I did pre-order it off of iTunes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get it. My mom will buy it. My mom will buy 10 copies. She won't buy 10 copies. No, she'll make me download one copy. Okay, so... W- paying for it. She pays for her music. Well, great for your mom. Um, I mean, I, f- I feel like that's silly. No, I'm not. Actually, I support, like, 
Um, don't you don't you judge my mom? I'm She's not such mom. an angel. <laughs> your mom is the best. I've never met your mom, but I love your mom. She's great. No, your mom. I I I've only know her from your other podcast appearances, and I think she's fantastic. She's lovely. I bet she is. I would really love to meet your mom. Actually, I would like our moms to meet. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that w- that should be a podcast. Oh my god, that w- that could be our Mother's Day podcast. It, it would be our Mother's Day podcast. Um, although my mom might be like shy. Um, don't worry, my mom will take over. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So so Adele's new album is coming out. Hello, uh, which when you first heard the song playing today, you were like, "Is this Adele?" You thought it was a man. Yeah, I thought I could only hear it faintly coming from downstairs, and it sounded like it was a man singing. I'm sorry. She's fantastic. This album is really, well, no, mm, the album is good. It's not, like, the best. It's good. She's fantastic. She's a tremendous talent. I'm not sure how much I love the album, even though, like, I know everybody's going to be, like, shitting themselves over it. The reviews have thus far been kind of like, it's good, but it's not breaking any new ground, which is basically what it's accurate. I, st- I think that the New York Times, as usual, wrote the best review because at this point, John, what's his face, who's their critic, um, uh, um is far and away like the best music critic writing right now. Um, he's like genuinely like the best and his review um, is really good. So um, the album's really good. Allie doesn't really care, but um, the rest of the world does. How many millions of copies do you think it's going to sell? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm going to say 1.35 minimum um, for first week sales. Could go as high as 1.5, 1.6. I'm going to say 1.15. Okay. Boom. Because that, w- that would mean it wouldn't sell as many as, as, sh- as, as 1989. It's definitely going to be 1989. I don't know. Like I lost my mind for 1989. Well, of course, well, 1989 was like peak music last year. Like this, this whole year has been the the year of Taylor Swift. Although now she is retreating into she's like, I've been overexposed, and that's kind of true. Yeah, I mean, we still love her. She is our patron saint. That's correct. Oh, did you watch uh, before before we end? Did you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians yet? No. You asked me about it yesterday. I didn't know if you had a chance to watch. You asked me about it yesterday at night. I know. Today I went to work. When was I going to watch it? During work? No. I do work during work. I took meetings today. I had our Thanksgiving potluck. And then I did work. Great. Well, see, during my work day, I usually find time to watch Keeping Up with Kardashians. I don't have time for that. There's no time. There's never any time. No, but what happened? What, hap- Sorry, um, what happened? It was basically, it was the episode, it was, it's the first episode of the new season, and they're all kind of dealing with the fallout um, of the SP Awards and dealing with Caitlyn kind of, you know, having her moment. Chris is obviously still kind of not having it, and um, then they sort of, somehow Kylie and Kendall kind of get cu- put in the middle because they go to the SP Awards to support Caitlyn, and then they leave and don't go to the after party, and instead they go to dinner with Chris and uh, Chloe and uh, Kim and Courtney. And then uh, Caitlin apparently got mad at Kendall and was like, why didn't you go to the after party? You should have been there. And she was like, oh, I was at dinner with mom. And then he's like, I'm, she's like, I'm not talking to you, which is kind of shitty to like put the younger kids in that position because like they don't want to choose. Like it's weird. But I will say the best part of the episode was Kylie and Kendall fighting. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that. I didn't. It's fantastic. There's a clip that I'll, I'll put in the show notes. It's great. Basically, what happens is they fight just like real sisters fight. And uh, this would have been a good segue when we were talking about sisters and sorority sisters. Because having a sister, I will say that we genuinely do fight like this with one another. Where you basically say, oh, my God, you're the biggest fucking bitch I've ever met in my life. And you mean it at the time. Or you just <laughs> say it. Like, you say that stuff. I say that to my brother all the time. Right? No. Do you? No? No. My sister and I would actually, we say, go fuck yourself. Like My brother is, like, six foot two and could kick my ass. There's no uh, yeah, no. M- but sisters, like, especially... 
like you totally do say to one another like you're the biggest fucking bitch i've ever met in my life and then so kendall says this. i say that to my mom <laughs> no, you no. Don't. My, my mom's a tiny lady but she could also kick my ass um no i say this to my sister and she says it to me it's a, it's a very natural thing and what happened was that they're fighting over a dress basically kendall had this great dress that she was bringing to the event but then she wanted a dress to wear to dinner and she wanted to wear one of kylie's and kylie's telling her assistant no she can't wear my dress if you want to wear something else you can go to your house have someone go and pick it up for you and she's like come on just let me wear this dress she's like no it's one of my favorites and she's like you're such a fucking bitch and honestly yeah Kylie, you're being a little bit of a bitch. But as the younger sister, I do also understand when you're like, no, bitch, get your own clothes. Like, I, I get it, but like, she was wrong here, clearly. Yeah. And then the best part is Kendall's very clearly very frustrated. And she's like, she turns to Kylie's dog and is like, bye, honey. I'm sorry your mom is such a cunt. <laughs> do they say they can't say that word? On no, they, they have to bleep it. But when they did, but they bleep it with the closed captioning and they have C-U and then X-X. So there's no mistaking what word she's saying. Oh, man. So good. It's so good. And I was like, first of all, props to you, Kendall, for dropping a hard C. Yeah. Because yes. And second of all, props to keeping it with the Kardashians for having one moment of realness. And that is how sisters actually fight. Correct. Um, because that is how sisters actually fight. Oh, yeah. So. Um, as I've seen on TV. What uh, what are you looking forward to for the week coming up, Allie? Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah. So we're not going to do a pod next week because uh, we're going to be Thanksgiving it out. You're going to be in Michigan, right? I'm going to be in Michigan. I'm going to be in New York. Yeah? Yeah. Who are you celebrating with? My husband. Just two of you? Yeah. I mean, we might... Typically, when we do this sort of thing, like when we stay in the city for stuff like this and we're not with our families, we go to some kitschy chain restaurant. Oh, nice. Like for Christmas one year, we went to Guy Fieri's restaurant. Oh, why? <laughs> because it was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> because it was hilarious. That must have been last year. It's only been open for like. It was a year before last. So because we saw the the wolf on Wall Street right afterwards, mm. um, in Times Square. Because why last not? year for Christmas we had, I think it was, Christmas, with my parents, and then we went to Chinatown for Chinese food after. Oh, that makes sense. That's, that's a very Christmas thing. Yeah, that's it. what we did. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we're seeing the family for, for Christmas, but um, for Thanksgiving, we're doing Where's our own thing. Where's his family? Um, his mom, his dad's in Tennessee. His mom is in Florida. Oh. But for Christmas, his parents, his mom and stepdad are actually going to, for one or two days, come up to Atlanta and hang out with my parents. Oh, nice. And then we're going to go back with them to Florida. Cool. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, like, family, whole family get together. So, I don't know what I'm doing next week. Probably eating bad food at some bad restaurant, hilar- uh, like, out of irony. And yeah. because of basic bitch gym. Yeah. Hit up the Olive Garden. That's not a bad idea. That's actually a hilarious idea. I do it again. Um, I mean, he he was going to take me to Red Lobster for my birthday last week. Oh, I love Red Lobster. Right, same, same, same. So, all right, where um, Allie, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Allie A L Y, and then K E V as in Victor E S at Allie Keeves at Allie Keeves. I'm at film underscore girl. Um, and uh, oh wait, we need a basic bitch of the week. We do need a basic bitch of the week. Oh my god. Okay, who's our basic bitch of the week? Can it be Tenley? Yes. Okay, it's Tenley from The Bachelor. She's amazing. She's so lovely. She was great on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> she was. And she's like the best ever. Yeah. I, I like. I want to be her friend, and I, I just want her to find. I want to like find love for her, and so I'm kind of. I, I kind of like. I want Ben to find love, but like, if we gotta wait for the season to start. But if none of those girls are good enough, then I'm gonna actively start rooting for him to just not pick someone and get together with Tenley. Okay, we can start an online campaign. Okay. We'll, we'll start an online campaign. We'll do like one of those change.org oh petitions or whatever. Benley. Benley. See, I like this. This is good. All right, all right, all right, Allie. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.